Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Wolfpack ain't for soft. It ain't for soft people. There's a plane waiting for you to take it to St. Louis. Absolutely, absolutely. And I don't have to tell you people. We got better tonight. I mean, that's a triple play. You know, it's welling up inside of you, so get it out. It's therapeutic. I'm listening. Hey. This is Pack Therapy, and I am Joe Giglio, and I am listening. NC State pulled off a miracle comeback on Friday night against North Carolina. Down nine points with 95 seconds left. Emeka Amizi scored twice. Chris Dunn recovered an improbable onside kick. And NC State's defense came up with one last stop on Sam Howell to get to 9-3 and three on the season and 6-2 and two in the ACC. Pretty good. Not quite good enough to win the Atlantic Division because Wake Forest took care of its business on Saturday with a road route of Boston College. So it will be the Demon Deacons, 7-1 and one in ACC play, who will win the Atlantic Division and face Pittsburgh next Saturday in Charlotte for the ACC title. Close for NC State. Really good season for NC State and with still the potential to be a great season. Before I talk a little bit more about how NC State can make this a great season, and to talk a little bit about what really is next for the Wolfpack, I want to thank Rusty Helser for his outstanding production work, and of course, for Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority for sponsoring Pack Therapy. We have a new episode each Monday. You can find all of our episodes on WRALsportsfan.com. Please subscribe or follow so you don't miss an episode, and please rate us five stars. The Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority. No mosquitoes, no pests, no contracts, a guaranteed. If you're in the Triangle, Sandhills, or Fayetteville, check them out at BugsBite.com. So I wanted to start the final pack therapy session of the football season where we began, and that was with the preseason predictions. I had NC State going 8-4 and four overall and 5-3 and three in the league. I ended up being off by a game. Brandon Bishop, former NC State safety and pack pro, actually nailed it 9-3 and three. I owe Brandon one for being right, and I was wrong. The win over Carolina on Friday was obviously important to NC State for all of the reasons it's important in a rivalry game, recruiting, bragging rights, maybe most important for Dave Doran not having to answer after a loss, another difficult loss. But it did actually accomplish a couple of things. Number one, it's the first time NC State has been undefeated at home since 1986. So you have to go back to the Dick Sheridan era for that, for the last time that NC State was able to do that. Obviously, the home schedule included some memorable wins over Clemson in double overtime and then the Carolina game, which the way that the final sequence played out, Emeka Amizi and Chris Dunn, those are two names who are now going to go down in the lore of this rivalry, which we normally associate on the Carolina side, right? Dudley Bradley in basketball or Marcus Page or Gio Bernard. Well, for NC State, they have their own miraculous comeback now. One, really, that was straight from the Dean Smith playbook. Amizi had been bottled up up until that point and or ignored by NC State's offense. And for him to come up with a 64-yard touchdown with 135 left in the game to cut Carolina's lead to 30-28 to and then catch the game winner 
Only 26 seconds later, the 24-yard pass from Devin Leary to Emeka Amizi. Leary ended up with four touchdown passes in the game. It was an odd game. NC State blocked a punt after Carolina's first possession of the game and, and led 14-0 after the first quarter, but then ended up trailing 24-14, and then Carolina had the 30-21 lead with just two minutes and 12 seconds left in the game. Only for Amizi and Leary and Dunn, you'll remember from that Clemson game, had missed the game-winning kick. He made amends for that with the onside kick and the recovery of his own onside kick to give NC State the chance to win the game. So you have the undefeated mark at home for the first time since 1986, and now you have NC State with a chance to win 10 games for only the second time in school history. In 2002, Phillip Rivers' junior year, NC State went 11-3. and They were 5-3 and in the league, 11-3 and overall. That season was memorably capped in Jacksonville with a bowl win over Notre Dame in the Gator Bowl, 11-3, and the only time in NC State's history that they've reached double digits in wins. So in the bowl game, NC State will have a chance to hit that double-digit mark that eluded Dave Doran in 2017-18. and 18. Speaking of the bowl game, the way that the ACC process works now at 9-3, and three, NC State can't be jumped by any teams that have seven or six wins. That means they will play in one of three games, which the ACC unofficially calls their Tier 1 games or the first tier games, and that would be the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, the Cheez-It Bowl in Orlando, and the Holiday Bowl in San Diego. Given NC State's last two trips have been to the Gator Bowl, we can safely assume they're not going to be in Jacksonville. That leaves Orlando on December 29th in what is now called the Cheez-It Bowl. You'll recall that NC State played in this game in what is called the Champs Bowl back in 2010. Brandon Bishop played in that game, but memorably, it was Russell Wilson's final game in a Wolfpack uniform, which was a win over West Virginia. West Virginia is still in the Big 12. And the Big 12 will be the opponent in Orlando. That could end up being Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, or Baylor. It all depends on how that Big 12 race will shake out. But that's going to be a good opponent. December 29th is the date for that game in Orlando. If you were to say to me now, Joe, I'm putting a gun to your head. What bowl game do you think NC State will end up in? I would say to you, I believe they'll be in the cheez Bowl on December 29th. San Diego is the other possible alternative for their bowl destination. The ACC has a new deal in San Diego for the Holiday Bowl. The opponent is the Pac-12. The date is December 28th. The game is played in Petco Park in San Diego. You figure this is a game where the ACC will be more inclined to send a school like Wake Forest or Pittsburgh, the loser of the ACC championship game, this is the type of game where the ACC would be more inclined because it's more of a television showcase than it is about selling tickets to send the loser of the Pitt-Wake Forest game. If I had to guess, I would say Clemson will end up in the Gator Bowl as the ACC's representative there. So NC State knocks off the list here of undefeated at home for the first time since 86, chance to win 10 wins for only the second time in school history, and a chance to win a bowl game for the first time since 2017 under Dave Dorn. Dave's 3-3 three and three right now in bowl games with a win over UCF in the Bitcoin Bowl in 2014. They beat Vanderbilt in the Independence Bowl in 2016. And they beat Arizona State in the Sun Bowl in 17. The losses were to Mississippi State in the Belk Bowl in 15, to Texas A&M in the Gator Bowl in 18, and then, of course, to Kentucky last year in the Gator Bowl. Actually, Arizona State could be one of the opponents in the Holiday Bowl. UCLA is another that might wind up being out there. Again, though, 
I, if you made me guess, I would say NC State will be in Orlando for the Cheez-It Bowl and not out in San Diego for the Holiday Bowl. At Wake Med MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. And that leads me to the next logical question, which is who's going to play in the bowl game for NC State? Last year, NC State was missing eight starters against Kentucky. They ended up losing the game. That actually really cost them in this sense. If NC State beats Kentucky in the bowl game, they're 9-3. and three. They almost certainly start the season ranked in the top 25, which matters because it's about respect. And we heard Dave Doran mention multiple times this year about respect. Respect starts in the offseason, and that's where Carolina won last year, in the offseason and in the hype. Of course, you'd rather be NC State and win on the field, but I understand where Dave Doran's coming from in terms of getting respect. Well... The time to get respect is when you go outside of the league. NC State took care of their business inside of the league this year for the most part. Six and two. Seven and three last year, six and two this year. That's pretty good. Now they have to be able to go outside of the league and show what type of team that they are. The bowl game will be that type of showcase for them. It likely won't be against an SEC team, but when you play a power five opponent, which NC State almost certainly will in the bowl game this season, that's a big chance for respect. The question is, who's going to play in that game for NC State? It's probably safe to assume at this point that Ikea Kwanyu, NC State's outstanding left tackle, is probably headed to the NFL. He's projected as a first-round pick, a high first-round pick. So he's probably not going to play in the bowl game. Perfectly understandable. Ricky Person, the running back for the Wolfpack, has declared that he will enter the NFL draft. He's been in school for four years. I think he probably needs to play in the game to improve his draft stock, so I wouldn't be surprised if he actually played in the game. The question for NC State, other than who's going to play in the game, is who's going to be back next season. Isaiah Moore, their outstanding linebacker who missed the last five and a half games of the season with a knee injury, he's already said he will be back for the 2022 season. Cyrus Fagan, their graduate transfer, actually ended up only playing one game this year. He'll be back for the 2022 season. That's going to be helpful. I would expect safety Tanner Ingle, who had an outstanding season and was able to stay on the field and stay away from the targeting penalties, I think he'll be back next season as well. I expect him to play in the bowl game. Peyton Wilson's missed all but two games this year with a shoulder injury. It's safe to say he's not going to play in the bowl game, but I think at this point he might be leaning towards coming back next season, not because he has to show the NFL what kind of talent he has, but because he has to show the NFL that he can be durable and that he could stay healthy. Going into this season, I would have bet any amount of money that this would have been the last for Wilson in college. But the way that the injury worked out and the timing of it, 
he might just have to come back and play another year to show the NFL scouts and prove to them his durability. The big question then becomes at quarterback. Devin Leary, I mentioned, threw for four touchdowns in the win over Carolina on Friday night. That gave him the new NC State single-season school record with 35 touchdown passes on the season. He had 35 touchdowns, five interceptions, 3,433 yards. Listen, anytime you pass Phillip Rivers in the NC State record book, particularly in a single season, you've done something right. This is not a great year for quarterbacks in the NFL draft. And you add that with the players who just came out last year who were supposed to be these game changers but have kind of flopped in the NFL so far, and for all different reasons, right? But if you think about it this way, the best quarterback so far of the rookies has been Mac Jones. Whose game does Devin Leary's look most like of those five quarterbacks taken in the first round this year? The answer is obviously Mac Jones. That doesn't mean I think Leary is a first-round pick. It just means the NFL is always looking for quarterbacks, and they're going to take a long, hard look at someone who completed 65% of their passes, someone who only threw five interceptions while attempting 430 passes, and someone who has now already spent four years in college. Leary technically has two years of eligibility remaining. He's technically a sophomore. But don't forget that first year he redshirted, and he has spent four years in college. I don't think Leary is leaning towards going to the NFL. All I'm saying to you is he's going to be evaluated and it's going to be a decision that he has to make. He can look at the rest of the roster and say, wow, look at all these other people who are coming back and finish the job we couldn't quite get to this year, which was winning the Atlantic Division and the ACC title. That's going to be a pivotal decision this offseason for NC State, what Devin Leary does. I don't know what it's going to be. I just know with NC State, sometimes you really do have to prepare for the worst. And speaking of which, what do we know about Dave Doran's future at NC State? Here's what we know. He has four years left on his contract. He gets paid $3.5 million. If you look at that number nationally, he's underpaid. If you look at it in the ACC, he's also underpaid, especially when you consider he went 6-2 and two this year and 7-3 and three the previous year. I'm not suggesting that NC State needs to go full Penn State or Michigan State here and give Dave Doran a 10-year contract, but the way that college football is changing and the jobs that are open right now, look, I don't think Dave's going to get the Florida or the LSU or the USC job, but I don't know what's going to happen in the trickle-down portion of the hiring cycle. With four years left on his deal, Dave has a buyout of about $7 million. That's not a lot of money. $3.5 million a year, yes, sounds like a lot to me and you, But it's also not a lot of money, especially when you got Liberty and Texas San Antonio and some other group of five schools who are paying their coaches more than what Doran's making right now. So you have to anticipate that Doran and his agent are going to be aggressive this offseason. This is a chance for them to get a little bit more security for them while Dave is hot. And quite frankly, while the market is tilting towards coaches right now. Here's what Tucker's done so far at Michigan State. 2-5 2-5 and five last year and 9-2 and two as of the recording of this. That's 11-7. and seven. He got a 10-year, $95 million extension. James Franklin has a Big Ten title on his resume. He got a 10-year extension. Look, we don't have to like how coaching compensation works, but you have to understand it. And at $3.5 million a year, Dave Doran is underpaid, particularly at what he's been able to do in his performance at NC State. I think Dave will end up signing a contract extension just as he did last year. But I don't think it's going to be cheap this time around. I think NC State's going to have to give him a significant bump or 
There's a lot of uncertainty right now in coaching circles, except for it's a good time to be a coach and it's a good time to get an extension and lock up a coach who you believe can get the job done. After Friday's win over North Carolina, yes, it was a miracle comeback, but you can't argue with what Dave Doran's done this season or last. Last year, I will still say, was his best work. But this year, with all of the injuries they've had again, especially on the defensive side, and to still perform at the level that they did on the defensive side, you have to look at 9-3 and three and 6-2 and two in the ACC and say it's worth more on the open market than $3.5 million. We'll see what Dave Doran decides to do. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And finally, let's close out this pack therapy session with some therapy for Carolina fans. Because whew, they are angry after Friday's loss to NC State and angry about a tweet that I had that pointed out that, you know, sometimes it's better to win on the actual field than on signing day. So let's go through some angry tweets from Carolina fans. We have Vernon Glenn, Gilio, pitiful, such a blatant state shill. You should be sent to cover animal husbandry at the vet school. You're the old joke. If I want to hear an a-hole, I'd fart. And this one from Maddox97, Braves World Series champs. Fire this idiot into the sun, WREL. He doesn't even know how the game he covers works. Taking shots at a kid who had nothing to do with it, either touchdown scored. A whole ass clown is what Joe is. Maddox97 wasn't done. You're an effing moron. Tony strapped him all game long. Didn't do shit till two minutes left when Carolina was in cover two. Go watch the film, you dumbass. Joe Riggs, Joey Rigg two, who's got a Tyler Hansborough in his avatar. You're an effing idiot, Joe. Hey, he used you are correctly. Chili Dog, you really are a low-life piece of poop emoji. Titanic Tar Heel, ignorant ass, trifling ass bitch. Kevin Brown, this is why your ratings are in the toilet. Actually, Kevin, our ratings are very good. Brian Bradford, he was all kinds of upset. It's a LeBron James meme. That's him, the 40-something-year-old fat man trying to belittle a 19-year-old. Ah, stunned it took us this long to get to the fat jokes. Zach Jones, you ever not a dumbass, question mark? More Brian Bradford. Joe is a pandering journalist. Eat shit, Joe. And here's my personal favorite, because there's a baby in the avatar. Jonathan Griffin. Joe, you're retarded. Now, had you tweeted something about the safety that didn't control the back third of the field, which is what happens in zone coverage, I'd be agreeing with you. This BS just makes you look like the state ass 
you are. Well, there you have it. NC State fans are supposed to be the crazy ones, aren't they? Well, in the immortal words of Chuck Amato, happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you. Hopefully, we'll all have a great new year here in the Triangle. Be good, my friends, especially my Carolina friends. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's simulation and game design program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.